1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the True Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. Today we have a really special episode, Beauty Baddies. I'm excited because, well, all right, first of all, things have been wild out there. It's just every time, as you all know, if you're living in America, every time I feel like the news goes on, we just are getting more and more rights taken away from the majority of us, <laughs> the majority of us who aren't, um, you know, cis, straight, white men, uh, Christian, I should add also. And um, it's really harrowing. <laughs> but when things like this are happening, it's really important to You know, just come together and use our platforms, I think, to speak about what we believe in and use our voices to lift up those who don't necessarily have the ability to lift themselves up. And, you know, as you guys know, I really was touched by Pride this year in a way that I hadn't been before and that I just took a moment to really learn about what Pride meant, really means, learn about the history behind Pride, especially now when we see these terrible laws that are being enacted across the country against the LGBTQ plus community, against transgender people, against drag queens and I I just realized that this is one of those moments where I have uh, the ability to uh, use my voice and my experience to just touch some people that might not necessarily have been told that they are important and that they matter and that they're seen and heard. And um, I was I've been trying to figure out how I can best do that. And so I wanted to bring some of my dear friends together to just talk about their journey into, you know, finding themselves as a queer person and just what that looks like for them. And I wanted to do it in a way that wasn't preachy and wasn't, you know, guys, as a person of color, (laughs) I live in uh, a very liberal part of the world. And so oftentimes, very well-meaning white folks will say something like, well, I just don't see color. And although I know, again, this is very well-meaning, the reality is like, that's good for you, but for the rest of us, we don't really get to live in that kind of world. Like it matters to me because people, other people see my color, even if you don't. And I realized that this was my experience with the queer community. It was never, it, it never occurred to me because I was raised by incredible people who just love everybody, that people are people and it doesn't matter who people love or if they uh, are transgender or it doesn't matter, just we love people. But that isn't the case everywhere. (laughs) That is like a very big privilege that I have because of where I live. And I wanted to use my platform to bring some of the people that I love in my life together to teach me about you know, a part of their lives that is something that is different from my experience. And, but I know it's going to connect with a lot of people that have shared similar experiences or similar journeys. And I wanted this to be like not let's tell the straight cis girl about uh, what it is to be queer. I wanted it to be just people being, feeling safe to just have an open conversation about what their journey into discovering who they are looked like so that somebody out there in the beauty body community just knows that they're safe and that they're loved. So that's what today's conversation is about. So who are we talking to? Well, friends, we're talking to one of my dear, dear friends, Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen is a podcaster. You might know him as the engineer and mixer from the hit show, (laughs) My Favorite Murder. He is also the host of The Percast and See Jurassic Right. And he's just a goddamn rock star. He's been one of my newest friends, but has been quickly become one of my dearest friends. And my cousin is also in town, my cousin Shay. And so she offered to sit in on this conversation also as a queer woman and as a black queer woman and just chat with Steven and and let me sort of just be a little fly on the wall and um, connect with my friends. So... Steven, um opens up the show with my favorite segment, the Beauty Baddy Hall of Fame. But before we jump into that, of course, I have to ask you guys, if you find value in today's show, please, if you could do me a favor and leave a five-star review, I would appreciate it so much. A uh, five-star review on Apple Podcasts is the easiest way for you to help to grow our audience and this community. And y'all know... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow the beauty baddie community as much as possible. Beauty baddies take over the world. Stand up. <laughs> so you guys, love you so much, and please enjoy this conversation with my dear friend Stephen and my cousin Shay. In this segment, we pay homage to some of our favorite heroes of past and present and teach the beauty baddie community about who they are and why they're being inducted into the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. And today, I love when I have guests on because I get to sit back and be taught about a beauty baddie that I generally don't know about. And my dear, dear friend Stephen Ray Morris is going to do the honors this week of telling us about his uh, choice of inductee. So who are we inducting this
2: week, Stephen? Well, I'm very excited because I actually got to meet this baddie uh, not even a week ago, like a week and a half ago. Um, her name is Chrissy Shapeka And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting the pronunciation right. It's, it's like C-H-L-A-P-E-C-K-A. Anyway, I mean, she's a beauty baddie to me and just general like inspiration to me because she is sort of... Taken upon herself, and you know, with another, with like a large community of reclaiming of the word bimbo, which I'm actually wearing a shirt of hers right now. Uh, mm. and yeah, she's just generally like, I don't know, it's, it's, I mean, it's part of a larger conversation, but she's just, she's done a lot in the sort of TikTok and music space to really, I don't know, help people with, um, loving themselves in a way that's like very fun and cheeky and that sort of like 2000s pink. Britney Spears, uh, Paris Hilton, Barbie kind of space. And it's just sort of like, yeah, like you're you you're worthy. You don't have to put up with this shit. Um, You don't need a man, you know, all that kind of stuff. But in a way that's like very, I don't know, self-aware, funny, um, but also, I don't know, takes time to really like make people feel valued and loved. And I actually again, I got to meet her like a week ago and it was a very healing experience because she was very sweet. Mm. And yeah, it was great. I don't know. I it was kind of life changing, honestly. So
1: oh, I love that, and I love that you chose her because we're you're going to tell us today. I hope a little bit more about bimboism and what that mm-hmm. means to you, and sort of your um, entry into this world of discover of self discovery, really, yeah, and yeah, discovering yeah. different parts of yourself and and yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you so much, Chrissy, girl. Welcome to the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for helping my dear, dear friend feel a part of a greater community. And thank you for making everybody feel a part of the community that you've created. And also, I'm here for reclaiming, reclaiming all different words. And speaking of what you were saying, my cousin, my dear cousin, who's here joining us on the show today is (laughs) young and fun. And last night we were watching one of her favorite movies, Rush Hour 3. And when it was coming on, I was like, first of all, this movie's from 2007. And within the opening scene, it's Chris Tucker putting these two women under arrest, having their asses in the air. And they're like, Officer, can't you do, isn't there anything we can do to get out of this? And he's like, yeah, you can get on a date with me. You take the fat one. And I was just like, this is the world that we really, like this was acceptable. This, like people would just say this and the whole movie theater would erupt in laughter that these poor two women, the only way they were going to get out of this ticket is by going on a date with a traffic cop. And that was like what the world really thought that bimboism was, right? It was just like this.
2: Like airhead. view
1: of femininity and of women that was so flat. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to hear about the future of bimboism.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
1: thank you, Stephen. And also, Shay, do you want to introduce yourself while we're we're going down this lane? This little anecdotal lane?
3: Uh, absolutely. I want to first start off by saying... Rush Hour is a funny movie. It's not my favorite movie. I just thought it was a funny movie for us to watch the other night because of nostalgia, A, and then B, because around the block, your your bodega guy or your, your guy that you go to his shop a lot mentioned that they were having a showing for it, so I thought it would be cute. But yes, that was not the best entrance into the movie now that I look back. <laughs> but yeah, so I am just... A free spirit here, put on the planet, just to do random side quests and main quests, and 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 to um, hopefully live it happily, and to spread that energy towards others, and make all filtered negative energy into positive energy that's my goal in life so that's just the broad aspect of me i know that's very vague but that's just really what my sole purpose is i think on this planet and um i'm here to share my experience just because having just one extra person to hear uh their side is always helpful i think in discovering yourself and um just the world around you. For yeah.
1: sure. So Love that. Steve and I are dear friends, and we wanted to do another podcast episode together. We had an episode together back in August about fragrance, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. And we've been thinking about like, how do we, what's the next show that we should do together? What's the next topic that we can kind of talk about? And I'd mentioned to him that during Pride, I really felt, you know, taken by the the holiday, I guess we'll say, in a way that I never had experienced before. You know, I've been a lifelong ally and I've gone to Pride many times, but this was the first year because, uh, Beauty Baddies, you'll, you guys know, I really tried to think about who in my life is, uh, a hero of mine from the LGBTQ plus community. And it made me really think and really discover and understand what the gay experience is. In a way that I hadn't before because also, as I said to you guys, I kind of looked at queerness the way, you know, a lot of people who aren't people of color look at other people of color like, oh, I don't see color. And it's kind of, it's pretty offensive. I always took it offense to it because it's like, oh, lucky you. You don't have to see color. For the rest of us, it's an issue, right? And I realized that I was looking at queerness in that same way. Like, I don't see you know, people's sexuality or their gender. I just see people. But that's a privilege that I have because I'm a cis straight woman. Right. So I don't have to worry about uh, other people's opinions or how the world sees me in that way. And I really wanted to just have a conversation with queer people in my life that I loved um, so that we just to hear about their experiences, to share their experience, specifically in the beginning of their journey within discovering themselves, because it's an area that I really can't relate to aside from race. And as I was saying to Cheyenne today, I was like, this is like apples and oranges. <laughs> it's not the same. You know, it's, I can't compare my race to anybody's sexuality. So. With all that being said, I invited two of my dear queer friends onto the show because visibility is important. We talk about beauty and acceptance and um, bringing together people who have been othered. And we can't do that without having everybody on this show. So guys, thank you so much for joining me in the Beauty Baddies. I mean, thank, thank you, you for, you for s- Yes, thank you for having me. So I love that you have really taken to like bimboism. And honestly, <laughs> I never really asked you what like what that meant, because I just, I just loved that It was like pink. I loved your pink outfits. I feel like it's kind of apropos because like, you know, the Barbie revolution is here.
2: I know it's perfect. I mean, it's perfect branding time that I got into this. I mean, I don't know if it had any, I mean, obviously it has stuff to do with the Barbie movie, but not really. uh, Because I, I mean, you know, to, to, to get into that in a roundabout way, I was like, but the Ellie Sattler from Jurassic park who wore pink, to my friend Jackie Johnson, who did the Natch Butte podcast, who was obsessed with pink to like where I am now. It like kind of makes sense in retrospect to me personally. But um,
1: yeah, will you tell me about how you kind of got into that movement and like what it means to you specifically? I know that you kind of told us a little bit about Chrissy, but I'm like, I would love to just know more about like kind of what it is and where that fits into your sort of like discovery of self.
2: Sure. I mean, again, I was saying before, to both of you before we started it was very much like when I came out as bi in 2021 it wasn't really like a surprise to people close to me again like being obsessed with Michelle Branch when I was 16 obviously was you know uh more of a more of a sign than anything I guess but uh (laughs) I know I think I mean I really credit it to I mean one just a lot of people who were because again it's that idea it's like. It's um. There were people who were out, and then it was there was like people like my friend Milo or my friend Sam Mags who were. I feel like some of the first openly bisexual people in like sort of the nerdy space, and so it's almost mm. like that idea, right? We're like finding people that are in in our communities already, because uh, like even though I'm bisexual, it's like or or queer, or whatever. It's like. You know, it's hard to relate to, you know, because, you know, because if everything's putting under these huge banners, you're like, how do I relate to that person, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like when I was seeing queer people in the nerdy space, that was kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I can see how this would would work into my life. And then uh, there is a band called Muna, um, who are a queer band, and they did a song with Phoebe Bridgers. And that song called Silk Chiffon was very much like a song about like queer love and like specifically, well, I don't know if specifically lesbian love, but it's just very, it's definitely like a lesbian anthem. I feel like, but it's also very much a queer anthem just speaking from my own side of things. But I think it was almost like that idea of like, that was more about falling in love with a person, but I think, you know, you can fall in love with yourself in a way. And so I really credit Mm. that song also just for being like, well, at this point, like, might as well, you know, there's no, no bones about it. And also I think too, when it comes to like, bimboism and pink and all that stuff like i'm obviously like a very you know reading poetry in the woods type of person and so it's like i don't feel loud even though again you know elizabeth you and i are both aries but it's so it's like seeing softer queer things helped me also ease into this you know in that kind of Mm -hmm. way too because again it's just like I, i like it's hard to go zero to 60 doing anything. And so it was just been nice that it's like slowly integrating this stuff into my life in a way that just feels, well, it's not integrating. It's, it's always been there sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, bimboism again, meeting Chrissy the other day was very like kind of crystallized for me what pink and what, uh, that side of things is because, you know, as I like, you know, last month and again, pride, I felt like was a lot more meaningful, I mean, it was truly, I mean, like so uh, cathartic and, and transformative and stuff because I, again, was in a very, excuse me, in a very safe space and felt lucky to, you know, start doing drag when I go out to like, Party, you know, parties or cl- clubbing or dancing because it's like it's just so much more fun, you know, thrown on a on a blonde wig and a pink dress and just running around. And uh, obviously, again, I I felt very safe to do so. And I felt like it was almost like that kind of thing where if you surround yourself with good people, it's like you can sort of it's just like as if, yeah, nothing's changing and stuff. So, again, I felt very in a great space to do that. And then what I kind of realize is that, you know, if, you know, if you're listening and you are dealing with gender stuff, you're dealing with sexuality stuff or whatever, like, again, I'm not can't speak for all of it or speak for anybody else than myself, but like in a weird way, I think like biboism is, is the way what I took from it was that like if you're not feeling good about yourself or like I wasn't feeling good about myself or the way I looked or how I was navigating through the world but it's almost like ooh I get to like pretend and put on this whole thing it almost like allows yourself to look to take a look back at yourself with like a new clarity or like a different perspective Mm -hmm. and so then the same voices in your head that are telling you that you're unworthy you're incapable of love it's like it's almost like you're confusing the enemies in your brain and you're like no I'm like a fucking hot bitch like you know what I mean that kind of thing or whatever so that's where it kind of really hit me of like oh that's the power of this because again it's like you know I definitely grip a very like typically sort of cis like cargo shorts and, and video games but then it was like again it's not that those things are that it's just more of like the way I am has always been the same way and then it's just like those inroads or whatever so again yeah it's it's just a bit about kind of making it all work together and I honestly think it kind of works great so I don't know <laughs> like again no, uh- I-, I loved Ellie Sattler who Laura Dern in Jurassic Park was wearing pink you know in Jurassic Park like and you know there's a lot to be said about you know dress could dress park is very bisexual or whatever you know because all the leads are hot you know male and female you know so it's just like eh, it's always been there
1: okay first I didn't realize that about uh, Jurassic Park and I love that that's the connection for you shy you don't know this but um Stephen also has a Jurassic fans podcast yeah yeah uh, that does very well and he gets invited to like the new Jurassic world their openings and gets well like, the red carpet and if stuff. you ever need so a plus like, one <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: But No, but I love that that's kind of like the connection. It's sort of like, even though, you know, whatever with J.K. Rowling, but I love that that book meant so much to people because it was the story of this little boy who was something that he actually, he felt that he was something different on the outside and he had wanted to make the outside look like his inside. And and, uh, from what I understand, a lot of people, trans people and a lot of gay people, a lot of queer people really relate to that story. And so I kind of love, not kind of, I do love that that, is what resonates with you for Jurassic Park. And I had no idea, (laughs) but I love that that's the connection. Um, And I also love what you were saying because, you know, we are, you know... This and that, both things can be true at the same mm-hmm. time, right? And we do contain multitudes, which is so cheesy, but it's the truth. And that is the thing that I love so much about beauty is that beauty has this transformative nature yes. where it allows you to have your outside match your inside. And I love, like, if I'm in a bet, <laughs> I joke that, like, the better I look outside the worse i feel on the inside because if i wake up just feeling awful i have to like put on my makeup get a whole outfit on like i need to look slamming so that when i look in the mirror it's like you know what bitch (laughs) some shit might not be great but a bitch looks good
2: (laughs) no but you're so right it's like like motivation isn't real it's just about doing one thing or the other that sort of pulls you into like whether it's a positive or negative space, not all the time, obviously, but you know, it's that thing of like, hey, mindset. if I, yeah, if I change this one thing, then maybe it'll change my mindset or, or vice versa. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's like, uh, it, it's that thing of like, I mean, and I'm sure like people are always, especially because I've been sharing more openly, like I'm just very much in like a fuck it, share it on main mode, especially right now in this country with this like insane scapegoating of drag and stuff, which is obviously like mm-hmm. ridiculous and in- yes. just pure insanity. And it's just like, it's just such a ridiculous thing to scapegoat because I don't know, whatever. I can't, I don't even want to go into all that, but it's just very much. It's, it's like drag Queens are the most incredible humans on earth. And like they're literally the toughest, sweetest, nicest people. And they're
1: so happy that they want to share their joy with you.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: That's literally what their job is. I love who I am so much that I'm going to share my joy with you and entertain you and make you laugh and make you feel good in your skin because I mm-hmm. feel so good in my skin. Yeah. It's like such a beautiful gift. And I think that, that, that that's where the the threat lies. Yeah. Right? Is it like everybody just loved themselves and made everybody else feel good? What would the world look like? Ooh,
2: that's so good. Yeah, yeah. No, of <laughs> right? course. I mean, yeah. But it, yeah, it is that thing of like, I'm, I'm glad we live in a space where we don't really, ha- I mean, again, some places are safer than others. Again, And I feel very lucky that I get to dress up and go out and have fun. And I'm very content to do that the way that I've been doing it for now, you know? So that's mm-hmm. been really nice. And because again, it's that thing where, you know, it, they, they, you know these polls and things where it's like there's more people you know more gen z or queer and all this stuff and it's just like yeah because people feel safer and loved and more accepted to do those things it's not that like uh, yes there's... i don't
1: think that there's mo- any more queer people in the world than there ever were before just people can be themselves now yeah so now you know about it 100%. very true sorry it's be- coming from the street girl right? no no, no <laughs> but i mean but you're an ally still yeah, yeah. so that counts for something What I love most about summers in New York is all of the weekend activities. There's always festivals to go to, street fairs. We're always out all day. And hopefully, all night, but that leaves not a lot of time for going to the grocery store and taking care of ourselves the way we really should be. That's why I love HelloFresh. They want you to have it all free time and fresh, tasty food. That's why they take care of the meal planning and deliver the ingredients so everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right to your door. It couldn't be easier, especially if you're like me and live in a neighborhood where there's only one good market. So you're kind of just searching for good proteins and good veggies. You don't have to search very far when they bring it right to your door. If you're tired of going out all weekend and you want to have your friends over, you can make your home the hangout place this summer with crowd-pleasing eats. From a backyard bratwurst bar to tangy key lime pie, HelloFresh Market makes summer entertaining a cinch. I love going to my friends' places for backyard barbecues and grills. It's like the best part of summer, just like... Fresh, delicious, tasty food. I love this so much. Um, And I love that HelloFresh comes right to your door. Half the time I forget that I even need to get some groceries until it's too late. It's 10 o'clock at night. Everything's already closed. The only thing that I have is like peanut butter, jelly, no bread. (laughs) But not anymore. Now I have a fridge that's full of really yummy fresh food, proteins, really great veggies, and ingredients and recipes, so I don't even have to think. It's the best. I love HelloFresh, and I want you guys to also. It's no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TrueBeauty50 and use my code TrueBeauty50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Y'all, that's 50% off plus free shipping. It doesn't get better than that. Use my code TrueBeauty50 at HelloFresh.com slash TrueBeauty50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Well, Shay, I'd love to speak with you about some things that you and I were speaking about this morning. Like when you you mentioned that when you were first coming out and or however you'd like to describe it, because I know you said you didn't really feel like you had to like come out. But when you're first sort of like discovering your own queerness, you felt a lot of like imposter syndrome and you were wondering, like, well, how am I supposed to look? How would other how will other people accept me? Like, will you tell um, the beauty baddies a little bit about your journey and acceptance through that lens.
3: Yes, for sure. So I don't even know. It's just hard because for me, I feel like. And I was talking to my other cousin who is gay um, about how he tells if other men are, you know, also gay or queer. And I was asking if there was some overlap for women for me because I, I used to identify honestly as fluid, but. People needed a label so badly, so I really broke it down to bisexual. And and I started using that more in the last year, but originally I was definitely telling people I was fluid because I was like, I not that this is a phase or anything, but I could also just expand and further uh, self-discover in the future. And so it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what I am for now forever, but this is what I'm feeling at the moment. So I wanted to leave it open without a period but I gave it a period for now and so I was asking him you know every time I visit because he's also on the east coast here and so because um, for women you know you can identify just as men you know femme or you know so straight or a little bit I'm going to give the hand gesture insert right there <laughs> so you never know you can identify as queer as also and look straight so I'm asking him pointers and I'm like, am I, is my gaydar off? Is it, am I like, am I not really true to the community if I don't even know what to look for? So that was like one hesitancy I had in the beginning. And then later on, I guess, as I was telling people of my, you know, what I identify as, I had a friend tell me one time, just as a joke, but she said it in a way that kind of stuck with me because I was telling her basically for the first time that I was by, and she said, "Oh, I had no idea. You have to look. You definitely have to like, I don't know, switch something up to like to give that off more." And I said, "How?" Because I thought I really was with the cuff jeans and the and the and the collared shirts and the and the tattoos on my arm. I like how much more What can I do. I don't know what unless I tattoo it to my forehead. So. I kind of got confused by that because I I thought it was already being obvious but then I said to myself am I not doing enough or I come to here in the city of New York I love everyone that I see of course I can't look at them according to my cousin earlier during our conversation in the eye on the subway but I love seeing the aesthetic of so many people it's so different (laughs) and I'm afraid to look at them on the subway because I don't want to you know make them uncomfortable but I'm also like wow like that is totally like probably somebody that's open and queer and I mean not to assume but you know, I'm like, I. Everybody looks so edgy. I'm like, do I need to look more edgy? So I, I paid extra <laughs> careful attention to my outfit today, going on the subway just to Trader Joe's because I was like, I need to look more, more like these people, I guess. <laughs> I don't
2: know. So like, You're like, where can I go to like I'm like, where like a, the good percentage, you know, of people are queer.
3: Yeah, but I mean, everybody's just so mixed here, so I love that. But I, um, I end up just choosing something that I always. I would feel comfortable in it anyways and I and I said this is just my own style and I'll and I'll add it to the queer community if it hasn't been there before not that I have to slide into somebody else's already
1: created file.
0: Shay I love that.
1: Oh you do? Did I bring tears to your eyes? That's so sweet. (laughs) That's very sweet because I did see you fretting this afternoon you're like "I, I shouldn't wear the converse right? And I was like, oh, it, probably, it goes more with your outfit. And you're like, yeah, but nobody here wears Converse. And I was like, yeah, well, it's very West Coast of you. <laughs> and you're like, I want to wear my Jordans. And I'm like, yeah, but your Jordans have fur on the inside. <laughs> it's hot. And it's, it's the I middle of do. summer here right now. But you're absolutely right in that one of the reasons that I, I love Brooklyn so much, and I'm going to say Brooklyn specifically, because I went into the city the other day and I was like, this ain't Brooklyn. <laughs> I love Brooklyn so much because they're – the queer scene here, but specifically like the black queer youth, there is a movement Ooh. and they look good. <laughs> they <like, laughs> And it's yeah. just so cool to see because, you know, again, like as an ally, I just love people who are free to be themselves because I know what it's like to not feel included. I know what it's like to feel like an outsider. And so I know what that's like from a racial standpoint. So I can only imagine what that's like from any other standpoint. So just to see like any group of people being themselves in a community and being free and and having that autonomy is beautiful. And Shay, that's what I love about what you just said was, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to go out there as myself and I'm going to add to the community because there probably isn't one that there isn't another me that's already a part of it. I love that because that's exactly what it is. It's like the community grows with everybody bringing their own shit, with everybody bringing their own, you know, flair to the mix. That's what makes it cool. Yeah. Otherwise, you just look like everybody else. Yeah. But some people really like, not the beauty baddies. If you're <laughs> listening to this episode, you don't feel like that. I know that you don't.
2: Well, yeah, it's like a combination of everything that you wear that is, and then you are right there. So if you don't, you know, it's like a, it's like the coolest puzzle ever. But um, I like what you said, Shay, too, about that because, I mean, kind of in a weird way, obviously have to take it back to Jurassic Park for a second that was sort of the reason why I even like started my podcast because I mean the reality was is that the like overall culture of Jurassic Park when I was a kid was very like hetero like cis military like man dinosaurs you know like uh, all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, obviously I didn't feel like that at all. I'm like, oh, I just love Laura Dern with her plants. And like, <laughs> I, I, love the di- I love the really soft, long neck plant eating dinosaurs. And they're hanging out in the forest, just eating leaves and chill, like a little girl who's a hacker. And like, and it was one of those things where like, yeah, that idea of ultimately you are a unique individual who gets to add to that community. But in a way, part of me starting my dress squad was that I just didn't feel like, and obviously like, I, I enjoy the other Jurassic communities and have friends and all those and people who do work and stuff. But it was like, oh, I wanted to create a space for myself, and then in turn of like, oh, cool. Well, like the people who listen to my podcast are like a lot of like queer and non-binary people and like uh, you know who just love dinosaur bones and like get emotional when thinking about like the dinosaurs that lived sixty-five million years ago, and lots <sighs> of like moms with their like you know, sons or daughters or non-binary children where it's like, you know, they get to bond over this love of science fiction. You know, it's just it's like I, I knew there was other people who liked Jurassic Park in that way that weren't necessarily who fit the mold of what maybe their target audience was when I was a kid or whatever. And so, yeah, it's yeah. that idea of like your trend, like, yeah, like you're transforming yourself and then also your community as well by being part of it or whatever. I don't know.
1: By just being you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, by just bringing what you've got to the table, you're transforming yourself and the community. That's so beautiful.
3: Do you think that we'll ever bring dinosaurs
2: back? Real question. Supposedly, there actually there was like a thing in the the news this week about some billionaire asshole mad scientist. Like, yeah, yeah, they're like they took the, They're like we saw that movie. You know what? You know what? We really took from that movie was that we should bring the dinosaurs <laughs> back. Which honestly, at this point, like why not?
3: Yeah, as long as they're on the island far, far away, like that movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. Oh, my God.
1: I kind of, I love this conversation. And I kind of feel like, I feel like this was like such just like a great message of being yourself. And of just like, I don't know, stepping foot into learning to accept and love yourself and show it, present yourself to the world and be a part of a community.
2: I, I really appreciate you, Elizabeth, wanting to. It you know it is funny when you're just like opening up the floor to like Shay I think again maybe just from what you've told me it's like speaking for both of us we're all just we're both just very like laid back and and again that idea of like we're kind of just you know not changing who we are not putting on anything just sort Mm -hmm. of like. I don't know. It's almost like if it's like a run. I don't know if it's like a running faucet or something. Like, and the faucet's not on or off, but it's like our faucet is leaking, and so we're just like opening it up. I don't know. That's a weird metaphor, but um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's like just you more of that idea it. where. Uh, but it's just one of those things where, again, I just feel very much like it's paying paying it forward, you know, and mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to share it in this way because, again, I'm not necessarily, you know, shouting it from the rooftops, although again it was it was nice to sort of finally just be like just to sort of more explicitly share i mean in so very grateful that it wasn't rejected you know (laughs) because that's that's really fucking scary sorry i swear but it's really scary
3: yeah well yeah of course it's scary any uh, any aspect not to have support and you know, becoming more of yourself and being more comfortable. I like how you said, though, you're like integrating it into the conversation, like you're laid back about it. It's not so much like, I don't know, it's just like more of an integration of your You know who you are and you're just another you're opening another chapter about yourself that you didn't know before and I think that's just what life is just learning more and more about yourself it's like I know we all have these roadblocks or milestones that we think we're supposed to reach at a certain point and some of us are before behind or you know there's no before behind because there's no really standard place to be I just you know I try to emanate just trying to go with the flow as best as you can everything's in your control so it's hard just letting yourself be as free as you can be as long as it's always not hurting yourself or others but yeah yeah just finding that comfort is very key because you know we you know i think the world could use more people that are more comfortable and more free and just more just at ease and not so tense about what others are thinking about and and you know when everybody just at the end of the day just probably could just use i don't know just just time to just Do whatever they want to do and just relax and chill and, you know, whatever. Just be who they
1: want to be. And I think, well, yeah, I 100% agree, Shay. And as the ally on this episode, I want to say to other allies, I think that the most important thing is just giving people space to be themselves. Just like allowing space for people to just like express themselves however they want to be themselves, to come to you when they're ready to tell you whatever they want to tell you, right? To just like give space for security and love and empathy and understanding and just like be there for the people that you love the most to express themselves the the most free yeah and i feel very very lucky to have both of you in my life as such important people mm. just such wonderful special i'm not going to get emotional but like you <laughs> both are really special people to me and i'm so happy to have had this conversation with you and to share it with my beauty body community so thank you
2: thank you elizabeth Aww. thank you
1: Okay, baddies, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. Y'all know what you can do. You can DM or email your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at the True Beauty Podcast or truebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You can follow my friend Steven at Steven Ray Morris. That's it, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.